It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hey, everyone. It is time for another NFL in London podcast. Week five prediction time. Ryan Call is with me. Yo, um, yo. You're excited because the Bills are in town. Um, I am. And I'm not just talking about is... the Bills you owe. I'm talking about the Buffalo Bills. Bills uh, um, Mafia is all over the place. They're at, they're basically queuing up in every pub in London. Smashing tables. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, smashing tables, hanging out. Yeah, so there was one at the uh, the Admiralty last night. And I saw the videos on the in the Admiralty queue, like, is that what they call it? Yeah, Admiralty. Yeah, the queue Admiralty? was like down yeah. the down the street basically. So I was, I, once I saw that, I was like, nope. Yeah. I'm a Bills fan, but I'm not that big a one, I guess. Uh, no, when I think Bills, a uh, traditional Bills fan, will be disappointed by the wing offerings here. In London, I know I, that would be a great video. Is um, like a viral video of a Buffalonian trying uh, just trying British, British wings. wings. What the hell's Perry just, Perry? Yeah, ah! everything. Oh, let me guess. Frank's Red Hot again. Yeah, Frank's Red Hot. <laughs> there's not an original sauce in this country for no, wings. No, there's not. You have to make it all up. Tikka As, masala, yeah. probably. Yeah, Don't no, worry. something like that. Uh, yeah, potato or something. <laughs> uh, but the thing roast, is, the game. Roast- Roast, yeah, roast, roast dinner. dinner. Roast yeah, dinner. Roast dinner. Yeah. I've actually seen an Aunt Bessie's beer uh, here, which is like an apple crumble beer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, I was like, yeah, I would try Diabetes it. beer? Pretty much. It's uh, diabetes. Just, yeah, apple crumble. Um, look, we got the games on this weekend, but let's talk about uh, let's talk about Thursday night football first. The hey, Chicago Bears get a win. They're back, baby. Well, look, um, is it? You know, it was nice to see, but is it just a one-off? Because at the end of the day, there's still some coaching issues that are very big. We beat a Washington team. Um, <clears throat> it was nice to see. It was nice to see Washington struggle. Uh, it was good to see, you know, uh, obviously, Justin Fields, the Bears, get it going. Uh, you know, the running game and and Washington struggle. I mean, obviously, we were worried when you got a big lead and they, they could come back, um, you know, at halftime. Uh, but the Bears able to hold on and stifle them. Um, but you know, I don't think it's too. I think it's too early to celebrate. It's nice to get a win. Yeah. It's, it's not. But there's still so many issues. I mean, you beat Washington, fine. But there's still so many issues there. It's it's hilarious that it's uh, because it's been Justin Fields on two good games in a row, and now everyone are people in Chicago like, oh, maybe maybe he's figuring it out. Maybe well, we get that number one. He said six hundred yards. Again, you know, six hundred we'll yards and six it. touchdowns. We'll give him another turn. Yeah, yeah you know, in hey, two games. He's great. In two games. He's playing great. Again. Again, like everyone, you kind of have to see, like, Washington is a bit of a disaster. They're giving up 30 to everyone. They're giving up, they give 37 to Buffalo. Mm-hmm. They gave up 30 something to Denver. They gave up 30 something to Philly last week and now 30 and now 40 to the Bears. So, yeah. And this is defense is supposed to be one of their strong suits. So I think you're seeing basically you're watching the sinking of, of Ron's riverboat. Um, it's being torpedoed. Yeah. In, in the river and will be left there to to die uh, because he's pretty much going to be gone. I think, again, Sam Howell's on, on pace to be sacked 96 times, which would set a record match, somehow. <laughs> it would be 20 sacks more than the record. He's going to be just a broken human being by the oh, end yeah. of it. Um, and again, this is just a team that a new ownership. I think they're just kind of what they're going to do. It's going to be a, a full on rebrand, new coach, new team name. Knew everything. So this season's kind of like, yeah, we'll give Sam Howell a chance, you know, fifth round pick. Mm-hmm. But if the guy, guy, guy's got to get rid of the ball. He's got McLaurin and Dotson. He's got weapons, but he's the one who's kind of killing them, killing them by kind of being that guy who's, that's the thing about it. He just holds on to the ball, gets sacked, and you're going to get killed like that playing. Yeah. I mean, Especially was- if you can't put up the points to match it. 
but yeah. And that was something, you know, I was surprised. Obviously, the Bears, we were able to put up such a big lead that they weren't able to come back on that. And they did look limp. That Washington, you know, we shut down some of the run because I was worried that they were just going to hammer Brian Robinson up us and, and you know, give it to Gibson short range and we would not be able to come back from it. Uh, but luckily, we, we were to keep that down. Um, and, and obviously, now we've got rid of Chase Claypool. He's off to the Dolphins, too. Yeah, and DJ Moore finally had his breakout game. DJ Moore, look, he was great. I'm so glad I put him on my bench. Um, But yeah, it should have been four. But you could see that that's a connection now. It's like a Madden move, those two. Well, it's good to see. And again, like, this is going to be the thing now. We'll see when Chicago, let's see when they play like, a really good defense. Are they able to kind of get this momentum going? Or like you said, is this a one-off? Is this just because I think the worst thing is if Fields starts playing really well again, and then you're going to go through this same thing again. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a top pick and you're like, do we trade out of this? He's pretty good. And yeah. then three weeks into next season, you're like, God damn it. We should have. Yeah, done. we should have. So, and, and- you know, you you have to look at the history of it, and it and it's fourteen games. You know, we we won again. It was you know a year ago. So yeah, yeah. You know, you can you can find celebration in things, but you also have to look at it. You know, in, in a sort of in a stern way and go, okay, yeah, but this is going to continue happening. Like even if we got rid of him and and got bringing Caleb, you still have the same system. You still have the coaching. You still have the rot from the top up, and that's not going to go away. Yeah, that has to be dealt with. No. Speaking of rot, uh, it's not really rot. We get the, the, the London game is in town. Yeah, it's um, not rot. This it's is not rot. It's gold, it's baby. It is the Buffalo Bills, uh, our uh, home team. Or no, they're the Jacksonville's actually. But uh, Jacksonville Jaguars uh, hosting Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills after a beatdown uh, of Miami last week. Um, Jacksonville's two and two. Buffalo five and five. Or Buffalo three and one. Five and a half points is the spread. 48 and a half point is the over under in this one. Traditionally, obviously, we've seen low scoring games in this one. Uh, but, you know, Josh Allen has been ripping up. How do you like your team uh, facing this Jacksonville team on a sunny day in London? Oh, it's going to be a beautiful day. Mm-hmm. And this is also the I kind of think this is the what happens with the we're going to see the for the first time ever a team who's staying there for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Is that, is that going to be an actual advantage? Because because um, even last week when uh jacksonville came to play before atlanta they only came on the thursday so they're doing the same thing buffalo did and so you don't really know if it's that much of an advantage if it's that much of a disadvantage um Mm. all i know is i think there's a bit of um buffalo last time buffalo played jacksonville was one of the worst games i've ever seen in my life oh yeah josh Josh allen destroyed josh allen it was nine six and it just made everyone kind of question but that's when buffalo went through a bit of a, a rut Mm-hmm. Uh, that year so um i don't think it's going to happen this year i think they've kind of feel themselves after that last win i think as long as you've got stefan diggs josh allen they're just able to move the ball and i think you're going up against uh jacksonville defense it's not great mm-hmm. hasn't been great kind of middle of the road and an offense that you're we're still all waiting for it to have that break again like, like even against atlanta that game was weirdly close for yeah. still even though it felt miles like you were nowhere near. It, yeah. They were still in it, Atlanta, for a while and just showed like Jacksonville, as bad as Ritter played, they couldn't put him away. And I think mm-hmm. you got Greg Rousseau out for the Bills, which is big, but you have Von Miller come, who might play his first game of the season. So yeah. Von Miller coming back is going to make that defensive line even scarier than it already was. So I think it's going to be tough for Jacksonville. But I am going to pick my, of course, I'm picking Buffalo. I'm going yeah. to the game. Yeah. I'm going to the game. I'm going to say 27 20. The Bills win. Wow. Big score. Uh, still in the under. No, not right. 
20 has 47 points uh, over under 48 and a half. I don't, I, I, I think it's going to be low scoring as it always been, but I like Buffalo in it because I think Jacksonville's secondary is just bad. Um, you know, the other thing is I think Jacksonville is going to struggle against the run because Buffalo is very good at clamping down at Jen. So he's not going to get those yards. It's going to force uh, Trevor Lawrence to make some plays against a dangerous Buffalo secondary. Um, and again, I think Jacksonville secondary is pretty weak. So I could see Stefan Diggs, you know, having a, a good, a good day. And also I think pack- Stefan Diggs is always going to have a good day. He just looks like he's yeah. just locked in this year. And hit but especially after, after last week. The other thing is, is Buffalo, I mean, Jacksonville hasn't faced the pass rush that Buffalo has. They haven't faced anything like it yet. So they've been lucky in some of the things, but I, this is, could, could be a real problem for them. I, I think they could, Trevor Lawrence could see a lot of problems. I've got it 26 to 10. Um, I think it's, Ooh. I got 16 <laughs> points. I don't see it being close, but I also don't see it being a, a high scoring game either. But <clears throat> Buffalo winning in this one. <clears throat> the one thing I would say, which we did mention to any fans going to the game, just be aware Arsenal is playing in North London tomorrow at 4.30. They're playing Man City, which means you will not be able to watch pretty much. Yeah, any- so there's going to be a there's going to be a Braveheart fight of soccer fans versus American Well, just for fans. anyone trying to get around. Meeting in If the you're in North London and, you know, you and I live in North London to know that when both those stadiums are full, it's nutty up here. Um, and particularly if you don't know how getting around, it's going to be a gorgeous day. Um, but just be aware. And also for any fans that don't want to watch NFL after the game, you have to wait till that game's over because every pub in North London is going to be playing that, that game. Uh, also world rugby cup, but, uh, let's get into the other games. Cause we got some excitement going to the other games. We talked about Atlanta who didn't get a week off. They have to go straight back to home and face the Houston Texans. Atlanta's favored by two in this one. They're two and two with a 41 and a half point over under. Houston is two and two. And let's talk about this CJ Stroud because this kid, oh man, he's what a great investment for them. And for a Texas team, we've talked about it before that Tank Dell, that they've had these rookie wide receivers. Damian Pierce is starting to get together. But this is a team that, you know, you start to rebuild, it's starting to look all right. Um, Atlanta at home is favored by two in this one, which is quite interesting. Uh, 41 and a half points over under both two and two. How do you like this one, um, Ryan, uh, given the way you uh, saw Atlanta play last week? Well, yeah, right. It kind of feels like it has to be Ritter's last stand, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he has a game like he did in London, I don't think there's any way you can just keep this going, especially you're two and two in a division that's definitely gettable. The NFC South's a disaster. Like, like the Saints can't move the Baker's the only one who looks competent right now mm-hmm. in that whole division. So it's still up for grabs. And you have a guy in Heineke who's there literally waiting, who kind of always brings a little spark when he comes in. He's yeah. limited, but most backup quarterbacks are, and that's why they're backup quarterbacks. But to me, this just feels like I, I'm officially benching Kyle Pitts in my game. I, I can't okay. do it anymore, which guarantees he's going to score this week uh, because they just don't know how to use him. They're throwing it to Johnny Smith. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I expect if you're going to do this, just lean into B- Bajan or Bijan. Yeah. Just give it to him. That That's your golden ticket. Look at – you're like the Giants without Saquon. Like, look what's happening to them when mm-hmm. they don't have that, that, that guy who moves the ball that everyone game plans for. Run it that you got Algier. Just be a running team, and then you can use the play action to make some deep shots maybe. Like, it's just – Stop trying to like force Ritter to work, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's not, it's not happening. And then you got on the other side, you got proud, just proud Stroud, who's just out there 
slinging it like with mm-hmm. all his rookie friends. It's like it's like the Fab Five of Michigan back in the nineties. They're just throwing at all these rookies and they're just having fun. Great defense. Um, so I I'm gonna go with Houston. I just think right now that they're, they're the more exciting yeah. team. They're the confident team, and I think the defenses are probably similar. But if I'm choosing offense, I want Stroud over Ritter any day of the week. So I'm going to go. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I'm going to go 21-17 for the Texans. I'm surprising uh, leaning towards the Falcons in this one. Uh, And it's only because that I I think that having watched what Houston struggles with is stopping the run. And and that's all that Atlanta has. Um, You know, they're one of the bottom bottom in the bottom 10 in terms of against the run. So I, you know, I could see that you just give it to Bijan, just keep punching it up. You, 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 Cause you look at what Zach Moss and even what, um, you know, Richardson uh, has done to that defense. Uh, you know, you can run right through them. Um, man, I, I think, again, I think it's me close, but a lot of people are going nuts on Houston. So that's why I'm sort of going a little bit on Atlanta. So I've got Atlanta to win 23 to 20 tight. Uh, but I no, think it's that, a stay away. I wouldn't bet this. It's one. a stay away. It's a stay away game, but it's just one of those things. Uh, you know, it's a bit disrespectful for Atlanta too. You have to play right away uh, after being away. Well, but... you get the choice. To be fair, you do get the choice. You get the choice of the yeah. bye because Buffalo is playing uh, next week as well. So yeah. you, you, when you play the London, you get you. You can say yes or no. Well, so that's also, it's it. also interesting for the Packers because they're one of the first. They got a bye coming up, and it's pretty early in the season to take a bye when you're still building. Um, no. But let's move on to the next one. Uh, the only winless team now haha, in the league is the Carolina Panthers, who are 0-4. They're <laughs> facing a Detroit Lions team who smacked the crap out of the Packers last weekend. They're 3-1. and one. Lions are 9.5-point favorites in this one of the 45-point over-under. Um, they are really, with the Bryce Young and everything else that's going on uh, in Carolina, oh, Carolina, as Shaggy would say. Yeah. Um, you wonder what's going to happen with them. And, and you know, uh, they had a lot of linebackers that were out too. I mean, that was one of the things in the Seattle game. They couldn't stop anything. They've had so many injuries. Um, so it'll be, you know, they're not getting a lot of those guys back. How do you like in this one? Oof, it's it's grim for Carolina. Just because, like, it's all basically you had a new owner who was just impatient, as all probably billionaires are, um, that couldn't wait and just decided we're going to go all in to mm-hmm. get a quarterback uh, and start this off. You traded your number one receiver. Who's who got three touchdowns, and now you all this talk is oh, Carolina's looking to trade to get a receiver. It's like, well, you had one, yeah, and you could be in such a good if you just waited a year instead of being like, no, we got to get our guy. And now you're gonna have all these QBs next year that are probably gonna go to the Bears, gonna have your pick, which is the number one pick right now. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're a Carolina fan, you must just feel like this is the worst thing that ever happened to our team. Um, it's the greatest thing that ever happened to the Bears and the worst Hooray! thing that ever happened to them. Yeah. I just don't see anything about this Carolina team that's good. Like their defense is fine. They're fine. At least when Andy Dalton was in, they moved the ball up and down the field. Yeah. Like, you know, with Bryce Young, I feel bad for the guy, but he's just he just looks like when you saw Tua, Tua looked tiny and he looked yeah. way smaller than Tua. At least Kyler can run like the little um Pocket rocket. I'm running around, I don't know, rocket running around with his little steps, little speedy Gonzalez. Um, at least he's got that. But Bryce yeah. Young's got nothing. He's got no help. He's got no size. He's got no speed. And he's he's they're in a lot of trouble. I just don't see any way that they can even stay competitive in these games. Yeah, no, I uh, what, that. what about you? Who do you like? 
I mean, it's so difficult because, you know, Carolina did have that defense, but they've just had a lot of injuries, you know, and it's hard to stay competitive when you are losing your defensive guys, which we're trying to keep them in the game. I mean, their offensive line is also really weak. So I don't understand how are you going to stop like Hutchinson and, and this Detroit defense, which is fast and fierce. Um, also, Carolina can't stop the run. So Detroit, you just give it to Montgomery. Uh, yeah. Hopefully Gibbs has a good one as well, because, you know, I think there's there's going to be a lot of short yardage on, on Montgomery. But Gibbs is going to have a lot of options because that backfield is just weak. Just I mean, just think of what they could be if they didn't trade, like draft Gibbs. Like they don't use them barely. Like maybe he'll be great, but Montgomery looks just looks fine. Well, as a Bears fan, I I, I'm always gonna to to look at his limited viability. So I think I think Gibbs will be good in the second half. I just think Montgomery will probably get injured by week seven. Probably that Um, is that is probably true. The other thing is too is I'm on uh, I'm on Saint Ra, uh, Amon Ra Saint Brown. Sorry, uh, Miss Wednesday. He missed it with an abdomen injury. So I don't know if he's actually going to be playing. No, uh, it doesn't seem like it. It doesn't seem it. But I think just with that defense, and at least yeah. you got, you know, Goff's good enough that he's going to be able to. They got Laporta, who's looked really good. He's looked very tight good, end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's been the best tight end uh, in football, or rookie tight end in football. Um, so, yeah, I just think Detroit wins this easily. I just think, don't think uh, Carolina can compete. So I'm yeah. going to go 31-17 uh, for the Lions. Yeah, I've got it 30 to 13. I, I really can't see how they get scoring. You know, Detroit's defense, obviously, they showed they're starting to pick up after that Packers game. Uh, and it was pretty woeful for the Packers because, you know, they, they got lucky on some calls. Detroit could have easily blown them up by more. Man, these guys seem to be playing each other all the time. It's the Titans and the Colts, both two and two. Titans are favored by one in this one. Um, which is a bit strange after, you know, having a, a great week last week against uh, Cincinnati. Uh, Indianapolis and Richardson have stayed in the game, uh, you know, but you also have to wonder about Derrick Henry in this one as well. Colts are at home. Uh, we would have thought earlier in the season, this one, you know, would have been more of a blowout, but the line has been changing quite a bit in this one. Uh, the Colts, it, it vacillated between Colts by one, Tennessee by one. This is an ugly stay away game to me. Uh, but yeah, they don't need the win. It's a uh, complete like stay away. Um, again, it's just one of the, uh, yeah, it's a complete stay away. You have Variable coming off that huge game against the Bengals, which everything looked right. Henry looked good. Um, I just I just have a bad feeling about every time I bet on Tennessee, they, they yeah. always seem to let me down. And then you got like Richardson, who just looks like he's fun to watch. Like mm-hmm. again, they went down 23-0 pretty much. And you're like, oh, here we go. He's gonna have one of those bad games, but he's able to bring it back. Yeah. So I I think Variable, I'm gonna go with Tennessee. I just think they're the better team. The better coach, and I think Vrabel's going to be able to do something to kind of limit uh, Richardson. Um, and again, I just think Henry looked, had finally had his big game, so I think they're going to really just want to kind of lean on him. Um, I don't see it being like a super high-scoring game. I I think the fact that we do have Jonathan Taylor who's going to be back, so that could be yeah. interesting. But I don't think he's going to come in and just no, I don't think it'd be. He's not a, a draft games option. I wouldn't touch him. Uh-huh. Yeah, again, he's another guy. You could probably play him in fantasy and he's going to kill you. Yeah. Um, like uh, when I played Aaron Jones a couple weeks ago and yeah. he just basically got one point. Yeah. So I wouldn't sit down. I think Tennessee's just the better coached. They're the, 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 more, they're the more experienced team. So I'm going to go with them to win. But I'm going to go 24-21. Uh, 
I'm, you know, because of this back and forth and all this, and because looking at the teams, I kind of, I'm leaning towards the Colts. And it's, you know, obviously, look, I was a bit worried because they had like nine guys out uh, or something like that, uh, six starters or something like that missing practice. Um, I don't know. I mean, the Colts have a, have a pretty good defense. I mean, the Colts are pretty good at stopping the run. The Colts are pretty good at shutting it down. And so I really like the idea of Richardson frustrating them because, you know, what I saw in Tennessee's defense, I mean, obviously Cincinnati did nothing last week. I think this is one of those ones where the, the Colts can just get it right. It's an ugly game. I've got a 20 to 18 for Indianapolis. Um, yeah, nothing exciting. But, yeah, uh, it gets it uh, it'd be actually kind of fun. Any game yeah. with Richardson's in, at least. Is he's exciting fun. to watch. And and, he's, he's exciting to watch. So. And Zach Moss is getting quite a bit of action. So it'd be interesting to see how Jonathan Taylor is able to take some of the snaps away from him. Zach, well, poor Zach Moss. He finally, after yeah. like years toiling in Buffalo, and he finally started to play well and get a little bit of traction. And here comes Jonathan Taylor saying, yeah. no, thanks for holding. Thanks for yeah, holding my job straps, son. That's I'll it. Take have it a whiff. Here. Have a whiff. Speaking <laughs> of having a whiff, uh, which really smell in the glove is uh, the New York Giants. They should slap by the glove as well. They're one and three after Oof. a beatdown last week. They're facing a Miami Dolphins team who's three and one. Miami, who had obviously we know a couple weeks ago, 70 points, then lost to Buffalo. There's no motivation or anger from them at all. Dolphins are favored by 11 <laughs> in a 50 point over under. They're at home. Um, Going to be hot and sweaty in Miami, but not as probably as hot and sweaty as, as London. Um, I mean, the New York Giants, man, I thought that they would play a little bit better against Seattle. Um, you got yeah. s- 11 sacks, you know, uh, 11 sacks in one game. Well, Brian, yeah, Jones. you watch Brian Dable. Yeah. Dan Jones just looked lost out there. Yeah. And Brian Dable's losing it on him. Like, the whole relationship's falling apart um, very quickly. And I think it's it's turning into an absolute disaster uh, for the for the Giants right now. And there's no yeah. real kind of fix to it you just kind of have to ride this out now you're playing a team that just who was the like the ultimate hyped team who just got mm-hmm. kind of embarrassed after that so they're going to want to come and kind of come out and just show everyone that no oh, wait that was a one-time thing yeah. we're back so i i can't imagine if i'm the giants defense that they're going to be able to and that's not even about the defense their offense won't be able to keep up and miami can be scored on mm-hmm. like buffalo showed yeah. that miami is not this juggernaut, so you can score on them. But I, the fact that the Giants can't even score on mediocre teams makes, like, I just don't see how you're going to keep them under 30, and there's no way the Giants are scoring 30. So yeah. um, I just think the Dolphins win this handily. I'm going to, I think, what, what is it, 11 and a 11 half? 11 points spread, think? yeah. I'm going to go, I'm going to go 30 to 20 Dolphins. I think the Giants can probably, after being embarrassed the teams usually play a bit better after being embarrassed. You don't usually get embarrassed two times in a row. Well, yeah, unless the, you're the Bears. It, well, yeah, <laughs> well, four, t- 13 times in a row, actually. 14 times in a row. Yeah, um, yeah. but the, yeah, I get it. But both teams were embarrassed. So I think it's going to come down to whichever yeah. one sort of ate that. But Buffalo, bag of it. you at least got embarrassed by the Bills, who were like a Super Bowl yeah. contending team, right? right? But it's like, also Seattle, now- it's good, but Seattle's not like a yeah. juggernaut. They're not San Fran. I mean, but you also have like, so, you know, Bake, Saquon Barkley is, you know, he was limited practice. You got Andrew Thomas is out. Um, I I don't, I can't see them keeping up in any way. And and the defense yeah. was just so horrible last week. I see this as, you know, that's like they're not, not going to put pressure on Tua. You know, there's just a lot of these things happening that, you know, and, and they were missing tackles against Seattle. How are you going to stop Tyreek Hill, Jane Waddle, and uh, at Chain? So, Man, I just yeah. see it as a blowout. I, I've got it 43 to 10. 
Uh, I got 33 points. Just a whooping. I can't. I, I think Miami's just going to come back. It's like, yeah, we need to feel good. Let's beat up the Giants because the Giants deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, exactly. We off to New Orleans uh, after actually New England Patriots who are one and three. They're hosting the New Orleans Saints who are two and two. The Patriots are one and a half point favorites in this one. Forty points is the over under with a one o'clock kickoff time. Ah uh, man, it's not looking good. Bill Belichick en route to a losing season. But the uh, the Saints, their car and, and company, the injuries and the inability to get the ball down the field. They just they look limp uh, trying to make points happen. Can they get any points against this Patriots team that just been slighted? For a past few weeks, this looks like a get-right yeah. game for New England because this is a team they might be able to to, to actually to beat. Uh, you know, especially when you're one and a half point favorites. How do you like this one? I don't. I do not like this game. I think this is going to be a terrible football game. Mm-hmm. If two off, two absolutely limp offenses that can't do anything right now. Yeah. And the fact that you have New England's defense who lost their best corner in Gonzalez for the year and Judon's out for pretty much a long time. They, they traded for J.C. Jackson, who basically got a big contract in in uh, the Chargers. Who They mm-hmm. just gave him away, sold him for a dollar, just said, take him off our hands, please. Yeah. So, And then they got, against at least an offense that literally can't do anything. Derek Carr, like, how hard is it to game plan um, three-yard passes all yeah, day, no, exactly. which is all Derek Carr does? Uh, I, I Again, this was a complete stay away, I think. At least the Saints have a good enough D, and Mac Jones can't do anything. So yeah. to me, I don't know how. Forget how like the Saints are going to score. How are the Patriots going to score? They're, no offense. Their offensive line's not great. So, I mean, to me, this feels like like a ten nine game of yep. somebody winning, and I have no idea who. Um, I'm going to go with the Saints to win. I'm going to go. Um, right. I'm going to thirteen ten, just because. Just At least they have like command. They have a few more weapons like yeah. Olave. They they do have better players on offense and have a good a, a equal a defense. So I just don't know how the Patriots are going to score. So I, I'm going to go with the most unwatchable game of the week. This is um, yeah, no, 13, I get 10. it. Uh, I mean, you look at it too. I mean, the, the, the Saints, you know, they their secondary sucks and got even worse last week. Um, and you've got the front seven uh, of New England. Um, you know, who's, who's quite good. Um, I I really see this at, like you low scoring, but I see it more of a beatdown. I see the new England beating them 21 to nine, um, 30 points, oh, just man. crap. Yeah. Field goals, only field goals for new Orleans. Uh, I don't, you know, and I think they'll both struggle, but um, it's going to be ugly. Bill Belichick will be a prick to everyone after the game. <laughs> um, 21 to nine. The last of the one o'clock slate, uh, the, these two, Love to fight each other. Baltimore Ravens are three and one. Pittsburgh two and two. And man, Pittsburgh are not looking good. They're not. Can you pick it? Uh, Ravens are favored by four. 38 and a half points is the over-under. Uh, not expecting a big one. Mitch Trubisky will be back in this one. Um, you know, I, I don't know what you can really say about Pittsburgh at this point. The defense even isn't even as great as they were. But, you yeah. know, Baltimore starting now, starting to put it together when you're three and one. You know, now they're starting to, to <clears throat> maybe take this is a chance to to put the foot on everyone else's throat in the division. Start stepping away with this one. Yeah, if it's a it's it's a worrisome one. These guys always play each other close. It's mm-hmm. always low scoring because it's a, it just it feels like this is going to be another one of those low scoring games. Like Lamar's playing well, but it, the, the points are tough to come by. He's really yeah. grinding out these drives. He's not he's not airing it out like um, we were kind of promised but he's had so many injuries and he's starting to get a few guys back which i think is going to help um but yeah i just think baltimore is the much better team their defense is playing much better than 
anyone thought. Mm-hmm. And to me, the, it, Pittsburgh can't move the ball. And, and Pickett's coming off an injury. I think he's going to try and play. But yeah. Like a hundred percent, Kenny Pickett can't move the ball. Like a seventy percent one is. <laughs> what the hell is that going to do? Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm I'm not worried at all. I'm going to pick. Um. I think Baltimore is just a better team. I think the only reason you would say this game is close is because it's always close. And no matter what the situation is, these guys seem to always play each other tight, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to go with Lamar to kind of win this because I think he's, they're getting healthier at the right time. And Pittsburgh just feels like a mess. And as good as I thought they'd be in the off season, I don't feel that way anymore. So I'm going to go with uh, the 27 uh, to 23 to 22. I don't want him to cover. I want him to cover Baltimore. I actually think they will cover only because Mike Tomlin getting blown out. He's going to be pissed about that. You know, that's you know, over a 20, you know, 20 points, 30 point loss. Uh, he'll be at home. So it's going to have to be figuring out because as you said, there still are some injuries in this Baltimore squad. I think that being at home after this, they're not going to win, but I think they can keep it to three points. I've got it at three points. I've got it 26, 23. I think Pittsburgh will just cover. Um, Maybe in garbage time, but it's it's you know it's Baltimore's to win. Pittsburgh doesn't have that much to do, but because these guys play each other so tight, uh, I can see it staying tight. Man, this game you wouldn't have picked at the start of the year. Uh, Cincinnati is one and three, as are the Arizona Cardinals, who are one and three. Joe Burrow and his bulky, busted up calf um, looks like he's just limping around on the field. Cincinnati are three point favorites in this one, though, as uh, the over under is forty four and a half. Arizona and Joshua Dobbs, who didn't know anyone's names pretty much going into the start of the season, is uh, starting to, you know, make a case for the fact that Kyler may not return uh, to what he had before. Uh, oh, because Kyler's definitely yeah. not coming back. Uh, and Dobbs is uh, holding down the fort, uh, you know. So um, in this one, I mean, Cincinnati, man, they need they need to get a win to get right. And Arizona used to be the way to get a, an easy win. It's yeah, that not anymore. Uh-huh. That's the that's the funny thing about the season. Everyone kind of put that in as a as a guaranteed victory at the beginning of the season. Yeah, and right now it just looks like yeah, they're a fun little team. They they play hard. Um, everyone just thought after watching there was that great um video of their coach just giving the most uninspiring uh speech. Yeah, in the locker room, and everyone was like, Jesus Christ, yeah. this is going to be ugly. Yeah, uh, but they they play hard. I think that's they've kind of taken that almost persona as everyone just thinks we're shit and we're just gonna we're just gonna like the fact they beat dallas and the fact that they were still even though san francisco was beating them pretty handily they still were sticking around in it for a bit at least against a team as good as san francisco that says a lot um again i don't know burrow says his his calf feels the best it has been i mean is t higgins gonna play i think he's gonna be game time to say we don't really know but even then like you can't trust a guy coming out of a pretty bad injury, rib injury. Rib injuries are hard to play with. Oh, yeah. One of the hardest to play with. Just ask Herbert last year when you tried mm-hmm. to do it. Um, it's hard to pick. I mean, Cincinnati's desperate. And I think when teams are desperate, that's I'm going to put my faith in Joe Burrow. Um, because just like he just knows if they lose this, what, one in four yeah. in the AFC, it's going to be a tough hill to climb. Um, luckily the division's a bit of a mess with, with the injuries and, and everything going on. So it's not the juggernaut we thought it was going to be right yeah. now. 
So I'm going to go with the Bengals to win. I think Burrow has finally a little bit. It's his best game of the year, which is not saying much. No, exactly. Like 200 yards and a touchdown, probably. Uh, but I'm going to go with that. I think Jamar Chase gets his first touchdown. He's he's getting a bit angry, getting a bit salty. Uh, so I feel like you got to get him in the end zone. Uh, I think they're going to win 27-21. I'm going to go with the Bengals. Yeah, I got to go with the Bengals on this one, too. And it's... Um... I think there's that motivation, obviously, to try to to try to win, and and Burrow will see what happens. I don't think he'll be successful, but I think Joel Mixon will have a hell of a game uh, because Arizona cannot stop the run. Um, and even though they do have a weakened secondary, I just don't know if Burrow still has that deep ball. He hasn't really shown that he's going deep, so I'll be surprised. I think it's going to be a Joe Mixon day, but I still have them to win. I got a twenty-six to twenty-six point spread, and this game should be big. Philadelphia is four and zero. The Rams are 2-2, two and two, but the Rams have been playing some tight football lately. Uh, mercurial football. You don't even know what the hell they're going to do. Um, they do have Cooper Cup back, but does that even matter? Because they're, they're new guys, the, the Puka and the Tuka, uh, whatever, have uh, been playing well. Uh, Philadelphia has not looked themselves. Their defense is definitely not what it used to be. Uh, they are four-and-a-half-point favorites with a total uh, over-under of 47. Um, man, this one... I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bit worried for Philadelphia in this one because Philadelphia LA has been playing a little tight, um, you know, in terms of it, and they're at home. Um, does LA have a chance in this one? Do you think? Yeah, I mean, yeah, the fact that Cooper Cup's coming back, like we forget how dominant he has been when he comes in, and the fact that you put him with Puka Nakua and Tutu Atwell, like that's a one-two-three yeah. that's going to be pretty tough to beat. So, and again, the fact that you know, yeah, Washington who put up thirty on them. Yeah. Could have beaten them if they would have gone for two uh, at the end of the game, which they should have done. And but so to me, Philly's the one that's been struggling this whole season. Like, are yeah. they going to be able to get anything going? Um, but they've every loss has been difficult, or every win has felt like a struggle. It's been a grind. We haven't seen any of the dominant performances. And I think again, I think Philly's going to win because I think they're the better team who's got a better front four and Stafford's. Not very mobile. He can't really move around. So he takes a lot of hits, Stafford. Mm -hmm. And especially with that offensive line, he's going to. But I think they can keep it competitive, and I think they're going to be able to move it on him. So, um, But I'm going to go with Philly to win 31-27. I think the fact that Philly's still going to be able to move it on this D, they're going to be able to run it, and they still have right weapons on the outside. So I'm not worried about Philly scoring. It's more about their defense. Yeah, no, that's what I was thinking too. I mean, originally when I was looking at this earlier, I thought, you know, this, this, the Rams are going to win this one. I think the Rams could win this one. But then uh, they're saying that Matthew Stafford is having hip injuries uh, and he's been taking it very slow this week. I mean, he's walking through practices. Man, so I went from, okay, I, I was going to spot the Rams to win it. Now I think, like you, I think they'll cover it um, only because that Philadelphia defense has not shown me enough to stop it. And, and if, you know, they can start moving this ball around, get the running game going as well. Um, I don't know. It seems that Philly's always trying to look ahead to a game and maybe not focusing on the one they've got. I've got it, uh, Philadelphia 30, the Rams 27, uh, again, covering it. But I, I, I could easily, if uh, I could easily see the Rams maybe taking this one. This game, uh, the Battle of Hackett, as we like to call this one, uh, the New York Jets are 1-3. The Denver Broncos are 1-3, but the Jets won last week. Oh, no, they didn't. Um, they, they came. Hey, as a moral victory, Zach it's a moral victory. Won. Uh, Zach Wilson won. Yeah, Zach Wilson won. It's still atrocious, like the Fields thing. Uh, he's one game out of every twenty, and then what the hell? 
uh, one and three, both records. Broncos are favored by two. They're at home. 40.5 is the over under in this one. I uh, was that just a blip last week that we were seeing, or is this, are they going to have to rely on their defense? I, the Jets. I like the Jets this week. I think, again, I think you're going to have a defense that, again, what, what Sean Payton said was like super disrespectful. To, oh, yeah. Just like, just such a dickish thing to say. And I think defense is a good, Russell Wilson's probably like, God damn, why'd you have to say that? Now they're going to yeah. be coming for me like crazy. Uh, they they are missing DJ Reed might be out, which could be a big loss yep. uh, for them. But again, I'm not, I'm not too worried about it because you still got that front seven that can get pressure. And Russell Wilson can't run anymore; mm-hmm. he gets sacked a lot. Um, I think Zach Wilson showed a lot of promise coming off last week, and what better team to to come have after yeah. a good performance than the team that you know Justin Fields put up 300 against them? So. Mm-hmm. You know, I and I think this could be like finally like a big Garrett Wilson day that yep. everyone's been and Brees Hall and just run it with Brees because yep. Dalvin Cook's done nothing since he's been there. And they've kind of been like, oh, that was a waste of money. Um, so especially with Rogers being out. But I, I just think the 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 disrespect, the 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 least optimism, there's no optimism in Denver, no matter what. There's mm-hmm. no optimism, even though you've had that comeback against the Bears, no one felt good about that win. No in Denver. So, um, but I think the Jets, Zach Wilson's going to have a good game. He's still going to do a few Zach Wilson things, but Brees Hall could feast, could be a big Brees day. So I'm going to go with the Jets to yep. get their first, second win of the season. Second, I forgot because they beat Buffalo. Win. It's the been, yeah, it's been, uh, yeah, it's it was week one they beat Buffalo. My memory. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I'll try to try to remember that. Yeah, for the future, uh, I'm going to go with them to win, uh, 23 to 13. I'm going to say it's a beatdown, beating. I also have the Jets to win. Uh, I think this is, the, this is the game for them. You know, like uh, there's a bit of confidence there last week. And it's and Zach Wilson needs to look at that Brock Purdy, who almost was perfect last week. Don't make mistakes. Just just play that no mistake football. If you can start doing that, rely on your defense, uh, you might win. Uh, he outplayed uh, Patrick Mahomes last week. Um, even, you know, apparently Taylor Swift was in his inbox. I don't know. Um, DMs, DMs. DMs. Is that what sounding, I, I don't. That's, you, t- you can tell. Old. You can tell how old I am. <laughs> in the inboxing of the stuff. Uh, so uh, yeah, I've got an eighteen to sixteen, um, almost a baseball game. Uh, man. Oh, so you got Kansas City. They're three and one. Uh, they're facing a one and three Minnesota team who's wah wah not having it happen. But you know, uh, it's not for Kirk Cousins putting up a lot of uh, points and a lot of yards. Chiefs are favored only by four and a half in this one as they visit Minnesota with the over-under is 53. Sunday night, primetime lights, night game. Chiefs, Minnesota. Um, you know, Minnesota. Ugh. Is this a Sunday night game? Or is it, no, this is it's Dallas. Dallas is San Francisco. Oh, this is at night. Say. This is at 425 uh, p.m., okay. so it'll be 925 art. So it is nighttime for us. Um, yeah. So the Chiefs, obviously, uh, you know, what 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 can they do? Because this Chiefs defense has really stepped up, and and Kirk Cousins is going to face a lot of pressure in this one. Um, while he has some quality blocking, it, is everyone healthy? And so it's going to be an, a different thing in terms of you know how are they going to be able to stop, and and whether or not Kansas City is actually looking ahead of, of these guys. No, I think um, Kansas City's pissed probably from that last week, uh, almost losing. They could have lost to the Jets. They got yeah. really lucky with some of these terrible calls by the refs. Kind of and missed calls. I, I think this is my favorite bet of the week. I'm taking KC four and okay. a half against yeah. Minnesota. It's like, are you kidding me? That feels so doable for Patrick Mahomes. Like Minnesota, 
barely strike. They struggled to beat Carolina is one of the worst, who is the worst team in football. Mm-hmm. They don't really have any others outside of um, Justin Jefferson. You know, Addison's been all right, but he's a rookie. So he's going to come have his flashes. Madison had a bit better of a game, his best game of the season last week. But to me, I just think Mahomes is going to, going to want, he's going to tear it up. These are, these are the games that he kind of, it's in Minnesota, right? In the dome. It is in Minnesota. Yeah. So yeah, in Mahomes in a dome. Come on. I'm, Mahomes I'm taking this all day. I'm taking this all day. I think Minnesota just cousins when he has to play the big time quarterback. So he has to go punch for punch with the good mm-hmm. ones. Never, never can. And I, so I'm going to go Mahomes to win 33 to 24. Ooh. I, you know, I like Minnesota to cover this one. And it's only because that if it's one of these things that if Kansas City does get a big lead, Minnesota is one of those few teams that actually can score back. Like Justin Jefferson, they can rally to try to get the ball down the field. I just, I don't know. I think that Minnesota's got more, you know, obviously they need a second win and, and they're going to be plucky against this Kansas City team. I think they'll fail in the end, but I think they'll keep it close. I've got a 31 to 28 high scoring game. Um, I could see the Chiefs opening up a big lead in the second half. Uh, the Vikings trying to put in these garbage points to try to come back, but falling short doing so. The Sunday game, the big game, the game that we're all looking forward to that will be one in the morning, our time. I'll be in bed. But uh, yeah. for breakfast, this is a good breakfast game. Dallas Cowboys are 3-1. and one. San Francisco 49ers are 4-0. Oh. Um, Dallas defense, uh, the San Fran's defense has been good. 49ers are favored by 3.5. The over-under is 45 Brock Purdy uh, playing some great football. Dallas Cowboys have, you know, been up and down um, and, you know, having having struggled, obviously, when you, you look against, uh, you know, that Arizona team. How do you, how do you find uh, Dallas's chances against Oof. what is pretty much the number one team in the league right now? Yeah, it's good to me. Yeah, this is a great game because this is the this is the ultimate Purdy test that mm-hmm. we all get to see, because if he comes out here, plays, his, plays the way he's been playing efficient good football like there's no way they lose like that's yeah. just that they have the formula unfortunately they have dallas has people that can disrupt this they got michael parsons who can make brock purdy's life a living hell because purdy does throw up a bunch of passes that could easily get picked yeah. and he gets away with a lot of stuff a lot of drops and a lot of stuff that could really backfire so he's been lucky in that sense I, i'm gonna go with dallas on a little upset here Ooh. i think i think it's just it feels like again they lost that playoff game last year in in that with that you know terrible fourth down decision or whatever you know that mix up mm-hmm. with the time clock it ran out and McCarthy this is like McCarthy's Super Bowl you know they got rid of Kellen Moore because he wants to to be the guy who wins these big mm-hmm. games um, and I think I I don't know I think Dak can make enough plays I I think this will go either way I'm not betting it this is a stay away completely I just want to enjoy it but I think it's going to be very close, probably come down to a field goal near the end. It's not going to be as high scoring. I think these two teams always play each other kind of a bit yeah. tight. So I'm going to go 21-20 Dallas. Wow. I, I don't see that. I can see a tight game. I can't see them beating them. I mean, San Francisco's secondary is weak. And and Brandon Cooks, I think, is sort of has not been who he has. We all thought this year. I mean, he's, he's cooked. not getting any He's cooked. He's cooked. Uh, I really, you know... I think you've got a few offensive linemen that were down. You know, obviously this explains their loss to Arizona. They've got a few guys coming back. Um, but I still like San Francisco in this one. Uh, San Francisco at home. There'll, there'll be homeless people there uh, cheering them on from the <laughs> tents around the stadium. You know, I need fentanyl. 
uh, whatever. Still costs it still costs like sixty a ticket. Uh, yeah. for those seats. Exactly, it does. Those are those are prime spots because you can drink in in your seats and urinate in them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, uh, I got San Francisco to win this one by six, 24 to eighteen. Low scoring game like you, I just can't see Dallas um, getting through uh, enough. And I, I it, the consistent drives of San Francisco will thwart Dallas. But that you know, Brock Purdy is going to face his biggest test. This will be tough because that Dallas defense is no joke. What is a joke is this last game, our Monday nighter. Uh, the Green Bay <laughs> Packers are two and two. Las Vegas Raiders are one and three. Man, this one has got a bit of stink all over it. Uh, you know, obviously these two, when they talked about Aaron Rodgers, maybe going there. Uh, Packers are favored by one in this one. Uh, 44 and a half points is the over-under. Surprising, they're only favored by one. Um, but Jimmy G is back. Um, you know, I think maybe the, the line has something to do with the dismantling that, you know, that the Green Bay took at the hands of Detroit last week. How do you like them uh, coming in to visit uh, Las Vegas with Jimmy G? Yeah, I think this is the Devontae Adams revenge game. He's, well, he's sort of injured, feel like though, Devontae, too. Yeah, he's yeah. a little injured, but he's going to play. He wants yeah. to score against his old team, you know, traded him. He's, yeah. he's going to be, he's going to want to put some, put some receipts. That, I don't think he has receipts because everyone loves Devontae Adams because he's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Uh, but I think, I think the Packers win this. I just have no, I can't bet on the Raiders. I just, yeah. again, they just have a terrible coach. At least like Matt LaFleur is a good coach. The fact that, you know, Bakhtiari's out and he's out for the year again, which yeah. is, you know, just like, it just feels like this guy's not going to be able to recover. He's always constant. It's always like another season where it's like, he's out for the year again. It just, it's bad. Cause again, he's such a good left tackle. And when you've been out, you haven't had him for like three years almost. Yeah. So they're kind of used to playing without him. That's the only kind of benefit. Um, I I'm the, I think Jordan Love needs to play better. Like he's not playing great. I need Aaron Jones. It, it all goes through him. Yeah. Like, AJ Dillon is fine, but he's not he's not a starter. He doesn't make those big plays. AJ Dillon gets you a yard at third and one, mm-hmm. but he's not going to bust one like Aaron Jones or can be used in the passing game like Aaron Jones. So hopefully Aaron Jones is a bit healthier and they're ready to go. So. The Packers, they've been struggling lately, especially after that last game, which is a bad result. So I'm going to go with the Packers to win against a listless Raiders, Josh McDaniels coach team, which I can never bet on. So I'm going to go with the Packers to win uh, 24 to 20. Yeah, I mean, I I, am surprised of this one because, you know, Green Bay is getting some guys back. Um, They're... They're two teams of two different halves, really. They really have sucked in the first half in most of their games and, and always seem to have to rally in the second. I don't see them having as much problem with this, though. Um, you know, obviously getting blown out doesn't really help y- your mental health, but I just don't see that the Raiders being that good of a team, even with Jimmy G being back. The no. Packers' lines are, are, are the Packers' defensive line is going to really give him trouble. And if Baron Jones is back, I don't see how, you know, Vegas is going to stop them. Their secondary has enough holds that, you know, Devontae Adams will find some space and they will have some time. You're like, oh, how'd you find him that open? I can see it back. No, he's always open. Devontae yeah. Adams is always open. He's, he's incredible. He's 7-11. Uh, so, but I also, you know, the amount of sacks as well. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Green Bay to win. I think there'll be a lot of points because they're both sort of garbage teams. Uh, I got a 28-25 Packers win. Must pain you to make this call, Green Bay no, to win. No, never look, hear, no, I never I, hear these words come out of your mouth. Hey, you know, look, I'm I'm a statistician. I got to go where the stats are, <laughs> and and they're both garbage teams. So I don't I don't feel really bad on that one. That is it. 
for our week five uh, picks podcast, everyone. Uh, good luck to everyone. Ryan's going to be at the game. Make sure you, you wave and say yeah. hi. And uh, also, we've got that tail greeter has that uh, uh, cruise tomorrow. If you want a Jaguars Bills cruise on the mighty Thames, 24 degrees before the game drops you, drops you off right at the stadium. Uh, you can find nice. the link on our website with that. Uh, Four-hour cruise, a little bit longer than Gilligan's. Folks, that is it for our NFL in London podcast, Week 5 Picks. Thanks a lot for listening. Uh, enjoy the game, everyone who's going. And then next week, of course, Ryan and I will be back to look at everything to see how it all ended. Thanks for listening.